Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast with your host, Byron Rogers. This podcast is dedicated to the executive protection practitioner, the private security professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective executive protection agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect your children or a father that's focused on how to protect his family. I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. And those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time, you already know what I'm saying is true. So if that sounds interesting to you, Enjoy the show. Out. Boom. Hey, what's going on, guys? Byron Rogers here again, of course, with Jared Vandries. How you doing today, Jared? What's up, Byron? I'm doing great, bud. Happy to uh, be joining you on your world-famous podcast that everybody in the EP industry talks about. I'm honored to be here. Well, thank you, man. It's good to hear that people are talking about it, brother. It's an honor. Dude, it's just an honor to be able to develop something that's valuable. And yeah, I mean, it certainly is. And I'm just hoping that, you know, uh, you're still going to talk to me, you know, you know, two, three years down the line when you're world famous and super important. I mean, you're super important right now, but you know what I mean? You know, think of the little people when you blow up, my friend. Yeah, whatever, man. You've created, you're a creator as well. You know what I mean? We're like kindred spirits here, you know? And, there we go. There we yeah, go. And so I know you know about like, contributing on that level man so oh, absolutely. Uh, i've been introduced to you twice now to get up on here <laughs> and talk about some stuff you know um and both by people that i really respect uh so i'm looking forward to getting into this thing man and, and yeah absolutely excited to be here man heck yeah good to go uh so we always you know get started with a little uh the question everybody actually so let's start a little differently. I like this a little better. Biggest turning point, moment of clarity, a moment in your executive protection career that was like defining that comes to mind. Ooh, I have one for the start that was the defining because my uh, background is a little bit different than I think most people you probably talk to. When I was 15 years old, I, uh, I decided that I wanted to get in the executive protection realm. Okay, um, and you can imagine somebody in high school wanting to do that. Wow! And uh, I was like, like you know, you what? even I gotta... knew about it back then. Like you knew about it. Like you were like, like this was well, like, I... for me. It was like a hazy dream. You know, like does this even exist? People really do this? Yeah, I mean, I I, I knew about it. It's just kind of don't don't make fun of me, okay? I'm gonna lose okay. some cool points, but I was reading Black Belt magazine back in the day. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, and it had a little article about executive protection in this EP school. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Heck yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't know shit, you know, but I knew that this was something I wanted to do involved in the martial arts. I want to go in a direction that this sounds awesome. Yeah. And so I uh, ended up calling the school and they're like, yeah, you're fucking 15. Like, <laughs> you know, what do you, what do you want to do? You can't do anything. And, um, and I'm like, no, I really want to do it. And, you know, it was a whole distance education thing. So I could do some of it while I was in high school, if they would allow me to, and then I could go in and do Thank some you. training with them. 
And uh, that's motivating. They gave me a shot, and I, you know, got a scholarship. I was working four jobs, was doing a bunch. But I started to tell people about it, like uh, people in my school, my teachers, and shit like that. Yeah. And I had a lot of people just kind of shit on me. Of course. You know, like it was kind of a a, a crazy dream or uh, something unrealistic or what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. And in terms of a turning point, like that was my turning point because I don't like that shit. I don't I don't uh, like to kill people's dreams, even now. Like I, I, I try to help people when they have wild, new, different ideas. You know, that's that's about being innovative and entrepreneurship and, you know, doing cool things in the industry. So anyways, I had the uh, teacher that was, you know, really well respected in my high school, just kind of laugh in my face about it. And I'm like, okay, okay. you know, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll prove you wrong. And, uh, you know, close to 20 years later, I have, and it's been the only career that I've been in. So not saying having a chip on your shoulder is good. It's not good for you mentally or spiritually or emotionally, but if you can kind of take that pain and, um, you know, channel it then good shit can come out of it and so that's that's my story in a nutshell right Heck yeah. hopefully that answers your question no it does it's perfect it's i yeah. i guarantee you people yeah. are listening to this and dealing yeah. with those same things i got emailed by a 14 year old the other day actually and he was telling me the same thing he's like hey who can i study where can i go to get information to prepare me for this career. He is like talking about the hard skills and soft skills. I was like, Oh, sure. well, look yeah. at that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. This, you know? Yeah. And, and information now, like we're in the information era where everything is accessible and you have Dr. Google on your phone and you can right. find anything out. And, and still to this day, I remember, you know, graduating being a young man and, and wanting to get in the industry. And I'm like, all right, I went to this school and, you know, yeah. I have the certificate, hire me. And, go down. Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, like nobody would, uh, have coffee with me. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I remember yeah. that now. And then when I started to make a name for myself in the industry, people would be like, Hey, uh, I'd say, Hey, can we go to coffee? Oh yeah, 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 sure. But when I was on the come up, they didn't want to do that. Or somebody asked me for coffee and, well, I've never met you before. Oh, well, we've had email exchanges because I emailed you 20 years ago and asked about sitting down for coffee and you didn't have the <laughs> fucking time for me. And now, and now You're you asking. do. <laughs> yeah. So it's that kind of thing, you know? Um, oh yeah. But, but I mean, so what I did was, you know, um, I get all the same questions like, uh, you know, you know, what's your tactical proficiency or whatever. And I'm like, I was in the Cub Scouts, you know, I have no military, I have no law enforcement. So what is it that I have and what is it that I can do to kind of use it to my advantage? Mm-hmm. And so I had a lot of the, my older counterparts be like, yeah, you don't have this, you don't have that, you're not going to succeed. And I kind of had a kind of an epiphany and, and that was, what is it that I can do that the, the older bastards can't? Well, I can blend in with, uh, you know, uh, kids a lot better than they can. And so I got to work with, you know, before doing all the bouncing at the, at the bars and clubs and uniform security, hospital security, uh, hostile terminations, anything I could in the security realm to build experience. Mm -hmm. My big break was working with a prominent family and their kids. And I could blend in as an uncle or or an older brother, I could take the kids to the park or to Disneyland or wherever and, and blend in a lot better than, you know, 
the old balls uh, guys on the team, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was kind of my foot in the door, and then you know, twenty years later, I'm you know traveled the world. I've run you know uh, billionaire uh, um, EP details, probably in the you know probably twenty of them that I've been involved in at some sort. Um, so I've done one, two, or three things in this industry, and I'm certainly not. Uh, being arrogant or trying to toot my own horn, but you know, I have uh, had some success and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the people that did help me along the way. Cause there were a few of those mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, brother. Nah, man, this is the time when this is your time to talk about where you come from, what you're made of and all that stuff. So never tooting your horn. Everybody's always yeah. like, man, I hate doing it. I'm like, do it. Just do it yeah, yeah, do yeah. better than I do. Kill it. Yeah. And you have, I mean, that's awesome. There's so much good stuff there the transmutation of the negative energy and the lack of belief. Um, yeah. Extremely important on so many levels of life. So valuable. Just And just for people who are dealing with that, to hear that and experience, you know, and, and, and benefit from your experiences and see where you've come, you know, from and to. And then also going into, you know, the non-military background issue. I get hit with that all the time. Like, hey, am I going to make it in here? Can I do this without the military background? One of the guys that brought me in and pretty much like gave me a shot and have mentored me and I still work with all the time is no military background. So it's kind of one of those things that or law enforcement or a cool guy background. You really got to learn how to play the cards you've been dealt, man, to win at anything. Even if you're just trying to pick up girls, you got to learn how to you got to play your card. Play the fat guy card. If you got, if you you play it, you die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's good stuff. Yeah, the industry is funny. It's like this, uh, it's like this alpha, this alpha male fucking hey, industry, right? And I just always take the beta approach, and it it makes it funny so, because I'm self-deprecating. Yeah. you know what I mean. But it's like, it, it's like also kind of calling out the horseshit too that's in our industry. And I love our industry, but it's just like mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, uh, yeah, you're the biggest, yeah. you're the baddest. Uh, Jedi, you run wizard ninja. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, Byron, I have a question for you. Send have, it. Have you ever met anybody in our industry that runs a detail that doesn't think that they run the greatest detail ever? Oh, for right? sure. Man. Everybody right. does. It's oh, my detail is the best. It's the most elite because I am with the richest person in the world or the fifth richest person in the world or this famous person is more famous than that person. Like, yeah. well, how the fuck do you know that your program is the best? Yeah, like it's super arrogant, right? It's super like faulty thinking. Yes. <laughs> you know I mean, like you're ultra vulnerable. To me, I'm like, this is the best I can do right now with what I have available, and I'm always looking for something better. That's how my whole brain yeah. always works, you know. Yeah, think, yeah. I, let's get them. Let's get them to point A to point B, and not have yeah. uh, you know something bad happen, and, and, yeah. and we're good. But like, it's this weird, this weird ego thing in our mm-hmm. industry where it just it's, mm-hmm. it comes off as to me as disingenuous too you know mm-hmm. and so i try to i try to bring a little flavor a little humor and a lot of fucking honesty uh, to the things honesty. that i that i deal with in the industry right that's awesome man that's all good stuff yeah the uh there's no better way to look like a weak person than to need to like bolster your ego or fight for validation in conversation or name drop 
or you know yeah. I mean, all these yeah. types of things. They make you look weak and insecure. A person who knows who they are doesn't have to do these things. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's I, funny. We would anytime that I would be, you know, I, you know, because I've done a lot of interviews and built teams right. and that kind of thing and interview people. And, you know, you always ask them like, "Oh, well, tell me a, a, about a time when you failed on a detail," and they're like, uh, "Let me think about that." <laughs> and, and I'm like, uh, "I can tell you. I can tell you one time I shit my pants in a Bentley with the principal, yeah. and how I dealt with that. That was a kind of a problem, you know. What I mean? <laughs> right. But it's always like we're the toughest, we're the best, we're superhuman, save the day. I know EP better than anybody. Shut up, is right. what I say. You know." Yeah. Like, I want to know if you know yourself and if you're honest with yourself yes. enough to be productive and progressive. That's what I want to think. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Stuff, man. So uh, you kind of covered the first couple of questions. So tactical background. Did you go out and find uh, more training, go to some schools, or was it OJT and you stayed busy? How, how did it progress and evolve? Yeah, I think, um, you know, a little bit of both, you know, just mm-hmm. being a student of the game, you yeah. know. Um, uh, having mentors, you know, obviously a lot of on the job training and a lot of just training in general to be able to get to the level and be introduced to everybody. Every job and position that I've ever had in my career has, has all been about, um, relationship building. Like I've never just, Oh, I'm going to blindly submit a resume. Um, and then get hired. It's always been, Hey, I know Jared. Mm-hmm. Let me introduce you to Jared, and he's probably a, a good guy that you, you'd want to work with. And so, yeah, I just collected, you know, and and worked with a bunch of different people, a bunch of different trainings to kind of shore up those gaps, you know? Yeah. The uh, big thing you said was relationship building, man. That if, if, if listeners can take something away from this whole conversation, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If you want to know where the secret sauce, if you want to know how to be cooking with tartar sauce, listen, yeah. relationships, all of this is relationships. Everything that comes in and out of your life will probably sure. come through a relationship. And if yeah. you can manage your relationships and contribute more than you take, you're going to win and people can depend on you. I mean, am I right? Am I, how does that sound to you? I totally agree. You know, it's, um, I remember too, it's like, uh, I hate bullies. I've always hated bullies my whole life. There's a lot of fucking bullies in our industry. Mm -hmm. And, um, often I would see somebody that people in the industry would be like, this guy is kind of a nutsack and they'd all (laughs) bag on this guy and they'd all like, you know, uh, talk shit about him. And then, Somehow, some way, that guy figured it out five years later and yeah. ends up being a player, right? Yeah. And then everybody like comes back and is like, oh, you know, like, hey, I want to give this guy respect. And the guy's like, I remember you, motherfucker. You know, I know <laughs> how you are. And uh, and so I've always tried to be cool with everybody that I meet, you know. And uh, like I, I've, you know, I've, I've uh, sometimes... Uh, taking pride in humbling people that I, I think are a little bit too arrogant, which is, mm-hmm. you know, not good with my ego either. I probably shouldn't do that, but, yeah, but for the most part, time. yeah, yeah. It's a time and place for that. But I always try to, to uh, treat everybody with respect in the industry, especially people on the come up. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you, you see them figure out, figure it out. And it pays dividends to be on the right side of it. It's like all mm-hmm. the, you know, social reform, 
like just be on the right side of what it is being a, a human being and you're going to you're going to work out all right you know mm-hmm. social uh, social relationship building is absolutely key to anything because if people don't like you they don't want to work with you you know and it's the same thing it, it comes down to any industry like sales mm-hmm. you know i've been in uh, you know ep where i kind of sell service or explain service and i don't sell shit i tell mm-hmm. stories i uh explain passionately what we do as, as an organization and what we can do, but I don't sell anything and I don't expect anything. And I think that that's refreshing for people. And I think that's the approach that you're going to hear from some of the best salespeople in the world. Don't sell it. Just be passionate about your product and build those relationships. And when you, when you know you've got something good, you just talk about, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to convince, you know, you literally share your experience and it's like, this is the product. But what, one of the things too, you said back there was you're, you're nice to everybody. And one of the principles I've always done and use that's helped me be successful is do no harm. Like it is an extremely rare case. If I say or do anything on a detail to harm the reputation or anything having to do with anyone else on anywhere and then in the detail, the bad guys seem to weed themselves out. They fall on their own swords. And when you lead with respect, no matter who you're dealing with, uh, it disarms and it helps you gain rapport and it procures a, a positive relationship, which ends up being the most, some of the most valuable things you can do, whether you're talking to the FBO, the hotel, uh, someone else on the detail, the client, you know, the president of the United States, a bum on the side of the street, you got to ask him to get out of the way. If you can be respectful, the interaction is going to go a lot better if you have the time in them, you know. Uh, I agree 1000% with that. It's like an easy way to like grease your success. <laughs> yeah. pay, pay respect yeah. forward, man. Yeah, absolutely. There's good stuff, bro. This 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 little like first couple of minutes here, I just I like parked here just because like I know people will glaze over it. They'll be like, yeah, 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 whatever, nice guy stuff, yeah. cool. This is the stuff that makes you successful in the workplace. I yeah. don't know. I just <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and listen, trust me, I'm a prick in my own time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not perfect by any means. You know, but it's uh just kind of the golden rule, man. And, and I think we covered that and it, it really is something key, man. And even to this day, anybody asks me out for coffee, whether it's inconvenient or not, I will always make the time and do it. And wow. it's been some awesome relationships that I've built that way. Um, and that's, that's how humans should be, man. Okay. Okay. See, you just, you know what you just did, right? <laughs> it's like thousands you're gonna be getting coffee emails up the yank and uh, I'm, a, I'm I, I don't really mind mine okay that's awesome that's a that's a conviction of yours that's good i'm a little opposite like man i have to let's see here i guess i have to kind of guard my time mm-hmm. for my the sake of my productivity and i wish i had more time to really share with everyone um, well, Byron, you can do it because it's all about reciprocating the energy that somebody puts in. Okay. And it's kind of like, you know, how you do your, you, you know, your podcast. I'm sure some guests are better than other guests or you have a different vibe or whatever. Oh, it is. Yeah. A lot of it is, is kind of the give and take, right? And, mm-hmm. and, you know, if somebody is 
contributing in a, in a good conversation or putting forth an effort, it kind of energizes you. It's the same thing with meetings or getting together. It's like, mm. I can see if somebody is truly interested by how, you know, they engage me via email and it's all a test. I engage them too. And I give them options. And if, you know, they don't respond or they're not timely or they're not this, they're not that, then they're not, um, they're not serious. And I think that a lot, there's a lot of people that are afraid to do that, right? They're afraid to put themselves out there and afraid to ask. Mm -hmm. And so the ones that do, those are the ones that you want to talk to anyways. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with you. The reality of my world, though, is, man, my wife don't even see me half the time. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, the people I love don't even get to spend time yeah. with me. You know? Like, I had old friends, like, man, we never do anything. I'm like, I don't do anything with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. working on, you know, getting to that stage in the game. Where well, I, listen, I can, you know, I, you know I, I can talk all that Zen bullshit all day, but, you know, like, I don't have any friends. I've got my wife and my two babies, and they're all, everybody else's work friends, right? <laughs> so I'm not that cool. Right, it's interesting. You get to a place where you're like, you know, yeah. Your good friends know they're friends, and they stay friends. Exactly. Right? And low-maintenance good guys, they're on the team. All right, so uh, who are you at your core, if you're going to sum up, like, the person behind the person? At my core? Mm-hmm. I'm just somebody that wants to help people and I want to help people that are, are less fortunate than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I grew up, you know, I had kind of a difficult childhood and challenging and, and all that. And so it was like, what can I do to give comfort and, and, and what's going to fulfill me? And it's, it's ultimately helping other people. You know, my wife and I, we love to travel the world. Uh, we do, you know, different charity work in Africa and all around the world. We've done some in Fiji. Okay. And and to my core, I'm just somebody that wants to help people. And that's why I get such a high from being in the executive protection industry, because it feels really good to work with clients that have legitimate death threats against them or problems. Mm-hmm. Or you see like the really the downside to fame and fortune mm-hmm. and to be there and contributing to somebody that's doing some good in the world feels really good. And so to me, it's like, I, I, I resonate with all the shit you say, you know, when you say protector, you know, by nature and by trade or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like, that's, you know, to me, uh, that's, that's me like 100%, you know? Yeah. I dig it, man. I, I dig it. I love it. Everything you said when you're, when you're helping those folks that are, you know, their mission is to help people, boom you know when you're able to that's that's all good stuff and it is you know a lot of the guys i keep saying this but i'll say it again man a lot of the guys that are at the top of the game it's an extremely organic operation for them you know protecting and contributing in that way is like if you weren't doing it in one way you'd be doing it in another way you know if i look at my life when i was a marine i was a protector when i was in high school i was a protector you know now i'm you know if i wasn't doing this i'd be doing something else maybe i'd be a police officer i don't know you know but in some way that would be there you know that's good stuff um yeah i like the uh you know i don't know one of the quotes that just resonates with me is uh uh, biggie smalls who always says you know stay far from timid only make moves when your heart's in it and live the phrase sky's the limit you know yes that's kind of like um, how I I am in the EP realm, you know? It's just like, let's do good shit. Let's help people. Let's make a difference. And uh, and there's so many wonderful people in our industry too, you know? 
and I love to uh, I love collaborating and working with folks and just chopping it up even if we weren't on on a podcast it's great to just chop it up with you you know yeah 100 percent, absolutely uh can agree more man what is your you got a mantra so well you just dropped a mantra you just did it yeah and a little Biggie little biggie small ahead, you little big, that's yeah. what's up i dig it man. <laughs> you know okay cool you know west coast is the best coast but uh <laughs> smalls on the east coast it, uh it was my favorite heck yeah so these days what are you up to i'm up to, uh i'm doing a lot i'm doing a lot of thought leadership uh christian west one of my writing partners and we've been putting out a lot of blogs that are getting you know um, hundreds of thousands of views uh, which is pretty cool and um, I, I recently co-authored a book that came out in November of last year uh, Amazon uh, bestsellers a list it's called public figures private lives co-authored that with uh, Christian West uh, Brian Jansen and Ivor Terrett so uh, if you guys haven't checked that out, there's some good uh, true stories in there. Everything is uh, changed to protect the innocent, of course, but uh, basically how to start, run, fix uh, EP programs for high net worth individuals and their families, um, which is like a, a second book to the corporate EP book that uh, AS Solution put out. So it's been fun and I, I get to write about interesting things is what I find uh, the problem in the EP industry is a lot of times people are afraid to do thought leadership because mm-hmm. they're like, they don't want to get rid of uh, Yeah. Uh, you know, is Byron going to slap my PP if I take this strong stance or is Am this gonna guy going to do it? Yeah. 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 Are they going to beat me up? Square. Yeah. And so what I find is, is like, if you have sack enough to put things out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, you it, it can reap uh, uh, benefits for you, and you just see it helps the industry. And we're all about, you know, Chris and myself and, and others in the industry are all about promoting the industry and pushing it forward and uh, supporting each other. But also, like, just being honest about it. And yeah. one of the blogs we we recently did was uh, titled "10 Dumb Things Which People Would Stop Doing in the Executive Protection Industry." Yes, and get on. It's so much. It's so much fun to write these, and um, <laughs> and then when I write them, uh, basically Christian, um, we do them together, and mm-hmm. Christian goes, um, maybe we should tone that down a little bit because I'm probably going <laughs> to piss some people off. And then I'm like, no, but it's really funny. And he's like, okay, we'll take a little bit of funny and a little bit of serious, and yeah, mix yeah, it, yeah. mix it in there. And I'd love to go through the top ten. Do it. That we came up with, if if you don't mind, I'd, love, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as okay. well. So, Heck yeah. so in no uh, in no particular order, because each one of one of these is as dumb as the next one. Okay. Yeah. So number one, posting photos of themselves with clients on social media and or their company websites. So you see this all the time. Like <laughs> if you follow if you follow oh. executive protection or bodyguard in, in on Instagram. Hashtags. Yes. Follow the hashtags. This shit will, will pop up all the time, you know, and it'll be like, here I am with um, Michael Jackson. I'll say Michael yeah, Jackson because he's, he's dead. out of the game. Yeah. 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 Here I am with Michael Jackson. It's like, eh, are you really with Michael or are you the uh, venue security working the red carpet? And does, does the client even know your name? 
Yeah, probably yeah, not. Yeah. And if he, yeah. if the client did, would you be saying that shit that you're working with him? Probably not. In because the any same client room. that, yeah, any client that I've worked on on the red carpet, you know, I'm not gonna. They don't want me posting that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, you're being a. Mm. No, it's true, yeah. man, and it's so hazardous to your career. I get it. Sure. <sighs> All right, how are you? Let me break no, this listen, down. Let's social try media is, a rabbit hole yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, social media is super important, but like you always super. say, you got to do it the right way and understand. And it's like, uh, you know, if you're going to post something, post it, you know, years later or, or something yeah. where you're, you're you're not violating a non-disclosure agreement, right? Yeah, OPSEC, man, keep that operational security. Yeah. And then also like, I don't know, you got to think, you know, you, you attach yourself to someone else's brand. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a dangerous thing, you know? And then, you know, people start associating you and them. Maybe you voted for such and such. You start posting something. You ever post anything controversial. Now your client, I have clients that follow me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, you gotta make sure your trash is lined up. And then it's like, you don't want to add more exposure to the situation. Yeah. You know? and it's, it's, yeah. It makes you look weak and it makes it look like it's a, Okay, so this was a big deal to you. Why was it such a big yeah. deal to you that you were with such and such? Because you probably don't do it that often. So you don't operate yeah. at this level. This was a big spike in your career right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the clients now have in the back of their mind, like, yo, if we let such and such in here, he's going to take pictures and post our stuff yeah. to the yeah. universe. Like there's so many negative. You know I mean, so you got to do it. You got to do things right. And you got to maintain that anonymity. And, you know, I mean, like, I posted pictures of me with famous people. They weren't my clients. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. I was geeking out because I met such and such. And like, I'm like, yeah. no, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah that's it. really weird. I, I went to, because uh, 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 I'm a little bit of a hip hop head. So I, yeah, I, no, went, I, took, I took my sister, we went to see, uh, you know, Eric B and Rakim. Uh-huh. And the old school, you know, paid in full, all that stuff. Uh, right, right. Uh, thinking of a master plan, right? Where'd you and grow so, up again? Uh, dude, it, 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 <laughs> it'll make you laugh, okay? I grew up in a little town in Seward, Alaska. So, you know, uh, Yo, wow, why I love Alaska, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no idea, you okay. know? It's like, right. uh, so, anyways, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like, hey, because uh, I'm introducing my sister. She's much younger than I am to kind of, mm -hmm. you know, this genre of of hip-hop and it was like end of the uh end of the night you know this venue in seattle and i'm like oh, let's go get pictures with him because it was like yeah pay 100 bucks and get to like meet him and take photos and i'm like fuck yeah when do i yeah. ever get to do fan shit so i totally right. went got photos and everything and it's like eric b and, and rakem like people know who they are maybe if they're in hip-hop maybe not From maybe time, 50 yeah. years old you know yeah um but you know, I've met a lot of famous people in the world and there's not any pictures of me. But I'm like, hey, can I get a picture with you, client? You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. yeah. Come up with a, you know, a, a better business development plan than trying to post all that shit online. So that's, yeah. that's one. We only got one. <laughs> all right, are you ready for number two? Send it. Okay. Posting bathroom selfies with stupid tactical gear, bulging muscles, and a badass attitude on social media. You see this, you know, we see this all the time. You know, it's like, oh, you know, we understand that your lower back tattoo symbolizes strength and honor. It actually probably means like 
uh, hibachi grill if you're going to go and talk to somebody from Japan, you know, like, and, and you've been working hard on, on, uh, your, uh, you know, your, your, uh, deltoids and shit, but, uh, like, come on, man. Another thing is like, Hey, either your suit's too big, your tie's too short, it's too small. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, come on. It's, uh, it's, it's like, um, how do I say this? If we're in an industry where we want to be taken seriously and looked at as professionals and consultants, the way that you would sure. look at a lawyer or a, a doctor or a, or a banker or financial specialist that you're hiring, this type of behavior makes us look like meatheads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it makes us well, look I, I mean, listen, it's cool. All that shit's cool. Like put right. it on your uh, Craigslist casual encounters page <laughs> or your adult friend finder page and yeah. it'll be awesome. <laughs> or right, right, uh, right. Tinder or, or whatever your, your grinder or whatever. Your, your cool guy things. things are. Yeah. But come on. You know, no, so yeah. that's number two. And then when, when clients do look into you, when they go look at your social media, they're going to have all these little thin slices. They're going to make up your personality. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You don't want, I mean, depending on what venue or what type of detail or whatever you're trying to get into, you know, especially if you're jacked and tan, you want to come across as reasonable and uh, professional as possible because they're already going to have their own, oh, look at this guy, you know what I mean? Like they're already, you're going to come across as a meat. You're fighting a meat already, you know what I mean? Yeah, like in your own experience, like you're you're a very athletic, uh, physically capable guy. How often have you had to been, have have you had to like tone that down with certain clients and be like, oh, I'm charming and I'm a nice guy and I I can cover up my tattoos. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and I balance it with yeah you have to balance it otherwise you're you could be a dang liability <laughs> yeah and that's exactly. what everyone's looking for you know yeah so good one um number three uh company names that are supposed to sound tough but come off really dumb like grizzly bear security or yeah. uh, bad motherfucker or <laughs> whatever it is you find you can find anything online and, and when, when i ended up uh uh when we end up writing this, we were just like putting down like dumb shit that we thought. And then we ended up Googling it and finding companies with these names. And then I was like, oh, I got to change this. You know what I mean? Literally like, why I didn't co- pop on your coattails just now and spit out like four names. Because I know these yeah, names exist. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, you know, uh, like, hey, if, if you got something like bullet stoppers in your uh, in your name or anything to do with nunchucks or Roman empires or other tough guy shit. Yeah, eh, maybe maybe not the best. Is it professional in an environment where people where people are trying not to offend each other? You know what I mean? Do you yeah. want somebody running uh, any type of kind of like surveillance or like looking into your client to know that, hey, this company on this sheet of paper is definitely their security company. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. You know, like, and, do you want the haters in their royal yeah. court to be like, yo, yo, yeah. our, you know, my my rich friend just hired this company yeah. called, you know, Tough Guys Incorporated, you know, yeah. Black Dragon Steel Shooters. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, or do you want it to be like, give them no target. Have it be professional. Yeah. Like Bravo Research Group. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I like tough guy shit. I mean, I named I my, my uh, second son is named Ronin, right? Because yeah. I just love the, the Japanese history, but I'm not going to 
Ronin and Associates or Ronin Ninja Killer 69 is going to be my uh, company name. You know what I mean? Yeah. And while we're at it, change your old email address that you're giving out to people yeah. too. That'll hurt you <laughs> yes. as well. Yeah. You know, you know, Big Dick 69 at hey. uh, <laughs> hotmail.com probably isn't a good uh, a good email to have, right? Yeah. You don't want any your employers or anyone to be finding that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um Number four is a huge one that uh, is really prominent. I've seen a lot of, but it's uh, lying about your clients and who you've worked with. Uh, a lot of times we'll, we'll be with people like, oh yeah, you know, I protected uh, uh, President Obama. I'm like, really? So let's, uh, so you were in the Secret Service. Oh, no, you weren't. Oh, so you were working gate security at a military base and the president came on to that military base and was two miles away from you. Okay, yeah, you didn't work with him. Now or, you look like a chump. Yeah, but we see this all the time. Like we'll have clients that we work with for years. You, you know, you don't have to sell yourself uh, by you know listing your client names, and and then a lot of that stuff is easily verifiable, right? So like, don't don't put it out there. I've watched this go so terrible before bro i literally have like one i've dealt with it as i've brought agents on to details and things like that and they're like yeah i've worked for such and such and i'm like "Mm." and this is a small world more than likely if you're talking to an employer he can make a few calls and suss out tease out the reality of whatever you're claiming and there's no greater way than looking like you're a small guy in the game than for him to find out they like yeah when he went to the club you worked at and got bottle service, you were standing on the other side of the ropes. If that's the case, sure. be honorable enough to say, you know, I've worked venue security or club sure. security and we had celebrities come through all the time. And, you know, we did have some, clo- we did some close protection for them when they would come to our club and make sure they were taken care of, you know, and that shows character. And that also shows some experience. I can value that. But if you claim you worked for whoever, uh, yeah. And then I find out you were at the front gate on the property <laughs> for a while or, you know, I find out that you were, you know, if that client doesn't know your name and yeah. maybe doesn't have your phone number, then don't do it because <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah, hurt yeah. yourself. And I literally have watched a guy sit next to me in an interview say this, say that he was working for like Steel Foundation and he just got off a... And he just got off a jet from Haiti and uh and and came to the interview. And the guy we're looking at that we're interviewing with is like, you just got off a jet from Haiti, you're working for Steel Foundation. He's like, Yeah. And he's like, Where's your passport? He's like, Can I see your passport? And he's like, uh and it just started <laughs> like I'm gonna make a call to steel real quick to I don't know. He knew the guy, he knew the guys to call. He said their names, and I'm sitting there like, You're dead, bro. You just killed yourself. Yeah. And exactly. uh, man, my man, my man got ran out of the interview, and I was I I, I could believe it, but it was painful to watch. Yeah. In the yeah. this is this is a small group. You can almost definitely don't fluff anything. Be who you are in this world, because it's just all yeah. you can be, <laughs> and and you'll yeah. really grow. You know. Yeah, and I f- I feel like you can get a lot more too with the, the honesty piece like maybe you haven't you don't yeah. have the most impressive resume of working with clients which you're like hey but i have done this and this and you know i'm willing to learn and i want to help it's like you can't have 10 alphas on on the team or you know no. they say you, you can't have 10 chiefs you know and you I'll need 
yeah, you need people that can fit in and help and, and be willing to learn that don't have bad habits. So just own what it is that you have and your experience. It's all attitude and uh-huh. and drive and personality and integrity and empathy and all those all those kind of uh, invisible traits, you know? Positive characteristics yeah. and attributes. Yes. You know? And I'll take a guy who's got the balls to be honest and be like, really, I don't have that much experience to be honest with you, mm-hmm. but I'm willing. And the cup is like half empty. Like he's mm-hmm. like, I'll learn. I'll apply the this, whatever you teach me. Cause it's really a lot of, it's really not that hard. It's really not that hard. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to be a Jedi grandmaster wizard to do a lot of this stuff for me to get you on a detail and get you to survive long enough to understand how to operate by yourself. It's really not. I need good character. I mean, I can teach you sure. tactics I don't sure. want to be anywhere near you when you learn your character. <laughs> you yeah. I mean? like, yeah. yeah, you can't teach character. You know, you yeah, have or you don't. You see that hard usually. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number five: getting carried away online with firearms and nerding out about calibers, holsters, tactics, pro guns. Yeah. I only carry on. I only carry on all my details, bro. Well, how about yeah. when you like travel out of country, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, unless you're operating in the sandbox doing diplomatic security or in a war zone, like tone down the gunplay, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I've got a safe right here with a bunch of guns, but you're not going to find shit with me online, uh, nerding out about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like being the type of guy who's like, you only have one weapon. It's like being a beautiful woman and all you use is your beauty. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you have it. You know how to use it. You don't want it to be the only reason someone buys you a drink. You know, I don't want people to only get out of my way because I'm bigger than them. I want them to get out of my way because they respect me and they know I'm a good person and things like this. So like with the gun thing, to me too, it's like if you're using a gun on all your details, unless you're like at that level with the clearances, you're probably not doing too much moving around outside of your your backyard. But then also, you know, you like to have them, but you got to know how to work without them. You know, you've got it. You can't ever, anything becomes a crutch if you need it. Yeah, I agree. Don't, the only thing I disagree with you on Byron is I, I love uh, when people uh, want to get close to me just because I'm beautiful. That's okay. With me. They, <laughs> That's they the can only. buy me drinks. Yeah. They can buy me drinks. It's okay. You know, yeah. you can just, just love me because I'm beautiful. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. Um, Number six, uh, wild resume submissions with shirtless photos and information about all the exotic weapon systems they use, including <laughs> nunchaku, bow staff, and, you know, uh, and swords and shit that they're proficient in. And I shit you not. This is, real. To, this is real. This is real. <laughs> this is real. This is real. At every place that I've ever worked in EP, we'd have like a wall of shame. People would submit resumes oh, for videotapes God. or DVDs of doing, you know, flips over cars and shooting. And, and uh, I blame muscles and, Steven Seagal a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, you know. <laughs> I love my, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, you know, don't make fun of me, but if I saw him on the street, I might want to get a picture with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right, right, yeah. You know, I don't but, yeah. I'll be right Yeah, there. but he is, you know, he is a little bit of a bullshit artist himself, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's like, uh, you know, Napoleon Dynamite, where, the, you know, he lists, you know, chicks love skills. You know, you know, you know, uh, uh, nunchuck skills, bow staff skills, like just don't do that. You know what I mean? Like nobody's impressed by that. And chicks aren't impressed by that either. I mean, yeah. um, if, uh, if they were impressed with it, I'd get a lot of women because I'm pretty good with nunchucks, man. Really? Like, you know, like, come on. <laughs> 
what would you say if there, what kind of skills do you find most uh, attractive on a resume? You know what, if I could hire uh, somebody that was a concierge in a four seasons, I'd hire that person. And I teach them all the tactics, all the EP shit, send them to some schools because what is, what is a, a, what is the four seasons concierge do? They can do anything. They can get you anything. They can talk to anybody. They're they can hustle. They're fixers. Yeah. If I could get if I could get somebody like that with customer like high level customer service uh, experience, you know, I love that. I also do love um, I love working with military folks as long as you can kind of deprogram that a little bit. Yes. you know, get rid of the yes sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Type thing because nobody wants wants that. No. You know, talk to the principal like they're a human being, like you're an equal. Because if you don't, then you're being subservient to them, and then the power exchange is already great. You mm -hmm. know, so I'd say that I'd say mm -hmm. people with with strong customer service backgrounds. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, and that's ultra valuable. And then the um, talk a little bit more about the. Uh, talk to the principal way of talking to the principal. That's good stuff. I think more people. Yeah. It's a, uh, well, principals don't want to be. Psychological disparity. Yeah, it's, the guys it's approach the game with. Like, yeah. It, it, you know, uh, they, uh, you know, God bless um, anybody that served our country. Right. Um, yeah. Our, our veterans, but in the private sector, you've got to tone down that stuff and you're too militaristic or too robotic, it makes principals be uncomfortable, especially working with a prominent family mm -hmm. in their home or with kids or whatever. You don't want to feel like you're in a fucking prison facility because Tony up at the gate is, uh, you know, super switched crap. on. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking for the foot clan to jump over the fence. You know what I mean? The foot clan. <laughs> My man brought like, the foot clan into it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like come on. And then also it's like... Um, I, I, I can't explain the psychology uh, in the most eloquent way, but it's like sometimes if people are, are too subservient, yeah, then it it uh, empowers uh, uh, bad interactions. Mm -hmm. So if you're too subservient to a client, then a client's going to be like, "They're not going to respect you." They might They're push you around a little bit. That it, yeah, uh, yeah, power dynamic yeah. that you're perpetuating. Exactly. So it's like, talk to them as a person, be direct with them, be straightforward. And, you know, I can tell, tell you stories about how I've done that successfully and how I haven't, but okay. um, I still wouldn't take that back either time. It's like, you know, at least I'm standing on my own two feet as an equal and as a person. Um, and either the client likes it or the client doesn't like it. Right. Uh -huh. um, but we see that a lot. And it's, a, you know, oh, yeah. getting caught up in the yes, sir, no, sir type thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And some clients like that, but I think, you know, it just depends on your client, but also this, uh, the approach to it, you know, like the approach to remembering this is another human being. If you can help them maintain a level of normalcy, whatever their gauge on normalcy is and contribute to the efficiency and ease and comfort in their environment, they're going to be relatively happy with you. you Absolutely. Know? And, and you're very, and you're, and you're right when you say certain clients are really into that. That's true. And mm -hmm. it's all about being a social chameleon, like blending in with your clients and knowing yes. what it is that, that you want. Like I, I work with one of the world's sexiest uh, women. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we do these different fashion shoots and we'd be going somewhere. And I had like, you know, my brother in arms 
working on the detail, like, um, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not dressing up. I'm not dressing up for that shit. I'm from Texas. So, okay, dude, wear your fucking Wrangler jeans and your 5'11 tactical shirt. 1022. Yeah, you're standing next to one of the most quote unquote beautiful women in the world. You're an extension of her. You're of her brand. uh, Yes. And so, like, literally judging you. Yeah, I'm wearing a $200 shirt and $500 pair of jeans with some nice shoes because I understand that's her brand. Yeah. And then come to find out that guy's not asked to be on the detail anymore. Well, sorry, dude, like you're not understanding who your clients are. And it's the same thing with the yes, sir. No, sir. You, uh, you know, some clients want that. So give it to the clients that want that and cut it the fuck out if they don't want it and be able to switch and do both. Right. Or you'll get cut out. Real talk. And that it's not going to be the foot clan that gets you. Yeah, exactly. Little stuff is going to be what gets you. It's so, oh, of course. And of then course. Uh, the social dynamics of the game, man. Uh, the, yeah. uh, what was I going to say? The, uh, the picks, bro. You know, so when I ask for a guy's resume, I always ask and send me a photo. Now, I don't say yeah. like a suit photo. I don't say nothing. I say yeah. a good photo of you um, yeah. when I can, you know, unless like, you know, all the, the, the laws are weird or whatever. But I, I, I try to get a photo of them just to see what they choose to send to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, this is how you're like, okay, so in your mind, this is presentable. And, man, the things I get, bro. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's, it's. I guess I should give guys some guidance here, but, well, we both can. What would you say is a good photo to send to an employer with your resume? What is the kind of, like, looking situation? Well, I think – you know, suit and tie is always good because you never know who you're sending everything to. But but you don't have to be there like a tough guy. Like, smile. Show some teeth. Show some gums. You know, if your shit's dirty, floss and brush your teeth. But show some personality. Show that, like, your resume is going to show all the cool tough guy stuff that you that you can do. But show some personality and show, um, wow, this guy knows how to dress. This guy you know, understand what a client is going to be looking at that for, mm-hmm. you know, do I want Byron standing around me? Do I want right. Jared standing around me? Like, does he, do they have the look that is going to enhance my brand or shit on my brand? You know, if it's going to enhance, then you've got a better shot. And so mm-hmm. photos are super important, you know, like I'll include like uh, when I do a cover letter, I'll do a, 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 a photo, you know, mm-hmm. And and it's it's a positive thing. It absolutely is. If you you know how to to market it the right way, and and um, a lot of it just is people being naive, not understanding. Oh, I think I have to be tough, so I got to be serious, and I can't show any sort of uh, weakness. Or it, it, you know, they, people don't know, but it's the it's the exact opposite effect when you do that tough guy shit with photos. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. because it's an ego. It, you come across as one-dimensional, egotistical, maybe a liability. You come across like you can't, you don't can't get those rough edges. And you know, like I've had some clients that like the kind of tactical stuff. What I do, which is a little bit of a hack, and I've done it at the risk of coming across vain, uh, is I have like a, um, I got like an app that takes three photos and puts them right next to each other, so. At the bottom of my resume, you have a photo, one photo, but it's me. And it's me on kind of a more tactical looking, serious look. 
it's me with uh, kind of a in a suit, tie, smiling, look like 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 yeah. I'm an announcer for a TV show. Like I'm just like, hey, and then sure. it's also me in an executive protection, uh, casual executive protection look. So you have me kind of looking tactical and hard. You have me in a suit, and then you have me looking like, hey, we're going to Whole Foods today. Yeah. So then they get they get the the whole uh, spectrum kind of the whole spectrum of. of- who you are and, and and how you can blend. That's very smart. I don't think that's vain at all. I think I wish other people would, would do that. You know, personally. Yeah. The information, visual information is ridiculously important. Absolutely. Gain report quickly or lose it. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Number seven photos in front of planes. They've never flown in cars. They can't afford or mansions that aren't theirs. Yes. <laughs> this is another thing we see on Instagram. That's, that's a lot. It's like, Hey, uh, when you're not a billionaire or a millionaire, you might as well go ahead and be proud to be a thousandaire. You don't date supermodels just because your client does and your client shine isn't yours. And so you'll see that all the time, like uh, the another day on the job. And it's like them outside the, the principal's uh, uh, jet. It's like, ah, it's a little hokey. Mm-hmm. And are you really riding on the jet or did you drop the client off and the, <laughs> the client's, you know, flying? Um, Pretty sure you're not driving your client's Bugatti. You know, I've had a, uh, some clients that have a Bugatti and the security never touched that car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so you see that, you see that all the time. And again, it's a bad representation of, of uh, one, client confidentiality, like, you know, violating that. And also like, it's just hokey and cheesy in my, in, in, in our opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I think this has definitely got to be done right. You know, for example, I'm building a brand, an executive protection brand. So sure. there are times when I've taken those types of pictures, obviously protect like no tail numbers, no nothing like that. Sure, sure. None of the like car ones, you know, but there are photos that I have where it's like, yo, this is the lifestyle, the executive protection lifestyle, mostly for sizzle that people are looking for. Um, sure. But if you're doing that, I mean, if you're violating those rules, I think that you're wrong. If you have one client yeah. and you're showing your client stuff and it's not your stuff, you're wrong. I think there's this weird dance that I, you got to get right between showing that you're an executive protection agent operating at a certain yes. level and being dangerous or cheesy or unprofessional. And you really, you really got to be diligent about that because you can get yourself blackballed real quick. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's also like um, people always also think that that's the photos that they need to drive business because that's they true. see other people have that. And I'm like, no, yeah. listen, other creative shit for the industry. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we need as an industry. We need people such as yourself that is, you know, spreading the message and doing podcasts and thought leadership and things out there. That's what we need as an industry. Yeah. And Instead making like, oh, it yeah. a thing, you know. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. making it a thing and making it tangible and real and accessible and yeah. respectable. Yeah. So, but, you, you you know, and I have no issue with, uh, you know, plain photos or whatever, but it's, again, it, it needs to be done the right way. You've, I've seen it. I've seen it abused more often than not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I agree with you 100 on that. Yeah. Uh, so, what do, you, what do you think? Someone hit me up about this the other day, like, and I don't know how I don't do it, you know. So, like, that's kind of my—I shouldn't have said that, but that's kind of my approach to it so far. Like the TMZ photos and stuff. They're like, well, it's public domain information. 
I don't want to give my answer, but what do you think about that stuff? Reposting those pictures. Um, you know, I, the TMZ thing, listen, you know, um, it's cool for my ego folder when I'm lonely at night. Yeah. yeah. My wife's mad at me and I can, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm feeling really bad about my place in the world. And I can, you know, uh, I can go to my little folder on Get a, uh, my yeah, computer yeah. and I could say, Oh, look at this. Here's me with this person and that person, and that person. I'll never share them. I'll show yeah. them to my grandkids. I might yeah. show them, you know, to somebody that happens to come to my house or, or something, but they never, you know, I'm not going to publicize that in any way. Uh-huh. Um, so it's easy to be, it's like, I, you know, I've also worked many red carpets where, I know my partners in crime are there trying, especially to get in the photos so they can find that shit on TMZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming real close. Like, dude, back, back the fuck off. You're like, like, I'm, I'm working honor. right now. Sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Wait, what was that? Dude, what was, what was yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're on the red carpet, man. Like that's about as secure as it can be, especially if they're, if they're against the, the backdrop for photos. You're right. in the photo press booth. You've got every... Uh, uh, top end ph- photographer across the fucking globe there, right. and you're at the you're at the goddamn Golden Globes. What do you need to be up on the client? Like back off. And so they will go and they'll they'll look that up and have their little ego folder on their computer, you know. And um, that's cool. I just don't. I have that. You probably have it. Everybody has it, but I don't post it. You know what I mean? I don't post it on TMZ or I don't post my TMZ stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, and I have I have my little like highlight reel, yeah. you know, times that we got yeah. zapped. I think for me too, it's kind of like one, you want to get to a place psychologically where, you know, like my football coach would say we score touchdowns because the like we were like wilding out really bad one time. Yeah, like, yeah. Act like you've been here. Hey, yeah. Like just act like you've been here before. And it was like yeah. you want to get to a place where that's not a big deal. That's the goal. Yeah. You that's know. a that's a true story. The first time I flew privately, mm-hmm. I was like losing my fucking mind. Like, what, what do you mean the like, sink is? Yeah, the sink has <laughs> got the toilets made out of fucking gold. Yeah, yeah the sink's yeah. gold. And right. like, where the fuck is the seatbelt? And how does this shit work? <laughs> right. You know. Right, right. But I, you know what? I walked on that motherfucker. Got on that plane. I pretended like I'd been there a thousand oh, times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, like, Take it for granted. You know what I mean? Like, and then I'm like, oh shit, man. Like, I'm on yeah. this plane. Like, this is amazing. I've never, like, what What do you mean? What do you mean they, they have food on here and I have yeah, my own like private show? Yeah, you know, chef and shit, you know? It's like, but it's like, you know, act, act as if, you know? Yeah, man. And that's really ultra valuable, I think, about that stuff. And then my other consideration is, you know, did my client want this picture? You know what I mean? Yeah. Being taken out there. If my client sees me post this picture, does it like add to my professionalism or does it add to the disparity of power that already exists? Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. does it add to, you know, my, the equity? Do I want my client to feel like I've been here before and I operate at this level and they don't even have to worry about anything being like a whoo thing, you know what I mean? Or do I want them to feel like, Oh, you know, like, I don't know. I just don't like to parade. I feel like it makes you, puts you in a weaker position, even when your client sees that you're also projecting what the media is taking from yeah. uh, them just and, walking outside. <laughs> yeah. In, in my opinion, I've never seen a client really um, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, be like, oh, you, you know, you post pictures of other clients on your website or that's yeah. weird. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, oh, oh, my client gave me per- permission. Eh, okay. It still is kind of weird, you know, like it still is kind of weird to me. It's like, um, it's like dating, uh, dating a, a new chick, right. And being like, well, my ex-girlfriend's really hot. So like, you know, <laughs> you know, like she fucked me. Right. Like, <laughs> what do you think? Right. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. not the way that works in my opinion, you know. or not yeah. the way that it should, but that's just my and this opinion. This is just too, my right? opinion too. <laughs> this is yeah. just how I get down. You do you. If it's working for you and you're killing the game, awesome. DM me yeah. and maybe we'll have a conversation about it, you know? Yeah. Not here, you know? Yeah. I've got, um, I got three more of the top 10 dumbest things in EP. Okay. Uh, number eight is playing up the secret agent persona. It's like, okay, we get it with the secret squirrel talk. I can't tell you. And if I did, I'd have to kill you. Mm. I find a lot of times that people that play that secret squirrel uh, persona, secret agent persona, a lot of times they they utilize that in a way to mask their inexperience, right? Mm -hmm. They haven't worked with anybody. They haven't done shit. And so they have to be like, oh, I can't, I I can't tell you, you know, I'd have to have to kill you, you know? Um, And then, and then. Uh, you know, I've known people that, like, oh, well, you know, I can't tell you my client's name. And then you end up finding out their client's name. Then you forget because I don't know who that person is. Like just some other rich, rich person. I don't know who, who that is. The person is not really famous. So like, just relax with, with that a little bit. You know, you see that a lot of times like, oh, um, and I'm sure like, you know, what'd you do in the military? Oh, I can't tell you it was secret. You know, what'd you do uh, with this client? Oh, I can't tell you it's secret. Like, okay. I I get that to a point, bud, but like, chill out, right? Yeah. And you got to kind of know where you're at and like who you're talking with. Cause like, I ain't telling nobody who my clients are. That's like, I mean, like, like you got to know where you're at uh, because heaven forbid it gets back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, absolutely. You know, you got to uh, maintain client confidentiality, but if it's irrelevant, then it's irrelevant. Like, don't play that. I know what you're saying. Like, it's the ninja aspect of it where guys are trying to like, they're hiding behind stuff. And I'm ultra gullible. I'm ultra gullible because I don't lie, really. Like, sure. I don't, I, I just, like, I can even say that, you know, like I just, because so like for me, lying is like cowardly, right? So I like, don't think anyone else is lying, you know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, guys, I've been straight hosed a couple of times where the dude's like, yeah, man. And I got, you know, two up armored escalades in the back. And I can't tell you who my client client is. And I got all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Bet. We're going to go over here. We're going to do this. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, I just don't think that no one's, anyone's not being real, you know? Um, Yeah. This kind of plays into that secret squirrel mystique. Yeah. It's it's like that. It's like that with the military too, because obviously I'm a a fucking civilian. So Mm -hmm. I meet guys in the military and then they'll fucking tell me that, you know, what they do. And then, you tell somebody else, uh, one of your other colleagues who's in the military, and they're like, that guy's full of shit. You know, that's not even his MOS. Or that yeah, military guys, can, that. Yeah. they can smell it. Yeah, man, they yeah. speak that stuff, man. Yeah. Don't I mean, you guy. see it. It's a whole thing with, like, these, um, these, like, you can find them online, all these people that say they're Navy SEALs, and they're not. Or say they're Force Recon, and they're not. Like, you know, like, just be who you are again. Yeah essentially is what we're talking about here right it seems like that's the direction a lot of these 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 are really going in is the insecurity that men walk around with and and me and my buddies have a term for it we call them the uninitiated so like Mm. essentially it started out being like hey you know when you go to combat you become initiated then you get out 
and you realize that there's all these uninitiated guys in every shade, every bin that have done everything. It's really bad if you ever go to a place like SHOT Show. And oh. <laughs> you're talking to, you know, and probably the EP uh, conference too, man. And you're talking oh, to yeah. guys that feel the need to bolster their egos and try to come across all extra, extra, because inside their minds, they aren't good enough yet. So they're going to take all the stuff that they think makes them, that they've been trying to make them good enough. And they're going to come out and they're going to lead with it and try to get you to accept them uh, as a result of, and it just means that on a deep level, they're not initiated. They haven't, they don't know who they are yet and they don't think they're good enough yet. And uh, it's unfortunate. It's a painful way to walk around. You know what I mean? Yeah. How how many of them have that invisible lap syndrome? Yeah, that's more yeah. uninitiated behavior, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's sad because usually they're really they're already good enough, you know. I know yeah. some of them that are like way more legit than me, and I'm like, bro, you can chill out, dude. <laughs> like, you made it, bro. You're. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with you, you know. Like, yeah. You don't. Your mom's to, proud of you, bud. You're yeah, good. like you don't have to talk about yourself all the time, you know. Like, I think you're really cool, you know. Um, but it's a psychological thing that some people have to find for themselves. I know civilian guys that haven't done anything that are completely confident that are fine and healthily adjust and have adjusted to masculinity in America where we're not hunting stuff and killing it all the time to prove ourselves perfectly. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's an interesting dynamic. And that's what I see a lot of these behaviors are, are signs of. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, Number nine, pretending to be experts in everything security related because they work in EP. You know, it's like podiatrists are doctors, but they aren't in high demand as brain surgeons. So like you might understand EP, but you don't know everything about corporate security or, or right. about Intel, or maybe you know about Intel, but you don't know about EP, like kind of stay in your lane yeah. and uh, uh, be uh, boastful about what you know, and then mm -hmm. shut the fuck up about what you don't. Right. It's it's kind of simple. Yeah. Hire a specialist, bring in a specialist, learn from somebody, go yeah. find the answers, you know, uh, 100 percent, man. Yeah. Just because, you know, close protection doesn't mean that, you know, how to set up uh, cameras and access control at a house. You know, sure. You don't got to be the guy. Uh, yeah. It's, and it's, you had said something previously, I think maybe on another podcast where you, mm -hmm. where you talked about uh, you can learn something from anyone anybody man and i i so wholeheartedly believe that and the minute that you, you you know you get to the place where your ego is so you know large that it's such a disservice it's like always tired always one of my little sayings is uh, ego is not your amigo yeah because it isn't you know it's it, it ends, up, ends up being such a, a detriment to uh your professionalism and mm -hmm. so I just wish people were more honest about what they know and what they don't know. And it's refreshing to meet people who are like, yeah, I know this, but I don't know this. Okay. You're a real person. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just crossed a bridge together. <laughs> and then the last one, the last, uh, the 10th one I have was like cultivating the EP personality cult, where it's kind of like these people that, uh, that push their company to the limit and they end up creating um, these large companies kind of on the backs of their employees that actually do the work and not supporting people in the industry, not helping uh, to build the industry up. It's all about themselves. It's all about them being, you know, getting um, the notoriety or the fame or the this or the that. Um, and it's something that we, we see as, as kind of an industry. It's like uh, 
um, something I think is 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 bad for the industry and was the tenth thing that we talked about in our blog. Wait a minute, I need to understand this. So, like, you mean like, are you talking about the company owner that claims they can do way more than they can? Or the guy that like builds a company around like how cool they are, <laughs> or like, can you elaborate uh, a little on bit it? Of, a little more? Yeah, that you know they too often you know people promote their own name on the backs of their employees or actually provide the service to their principals mm-hmm. instead of cultivating the talent of the other experts in their company or helping to build up mm-hmm. the industry. It's all about them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a misunderstanding. Building up others doesn't take any way anything away from good leaders. Quite the opposite. Right. And so you'll see kind of these one man shows like promoting a a company that's somebody's name. Uh, Uh, It's just like a one man show isn't scalable. It's not a scalable business model. It might be for the first generation of business. But Mm -hmm. what about when that company, the company founder is no longer there? Right. Mm -hmm. And you need to my firm belief is if you have a large EP company, it's like you need to build one, build and cultivate leadership, but also thought leadership and also um, elevate everybody's skill set. So you're not, it's not like, oh, well, we need to get the CEO on the phone because he's the founder and only he knows. It's like, mm-hmm. that's a detriment, right? That's a relationship that's a, or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's building up everybody around themselves, right? Around, mm-hmm. around the company and, and cultivating it. And sometimes... You see in our industry, it's not like that. It's kind of like everybody else is uh, serving. Yeah, you know, everybody else is serving that uh, master. And I hate that shit. Yeah, I agree 100%. Good leaders build leaders. Yeah, I mean, like, that's just got to be the way it is, man. Good leaders build leaders. And I I, I agree exactly with what you're saying, man. Um, It's too bad when you see things like that, you know. Good list, my friend. Yeah. Good yeah, list, man. Uh, it was a good, good. Ten dumb things uh, that need to stop happening in the EP industry. And I mean, we had a list of like 20. We cut it down to 10. We might do another yeah. one at some point, yeah. another 10. But mm-hmm. um, we do fun blogs like that, you know, that uh, yeah. are, are very honest. Very honest. Yeah. And if you find yourself in any of those categories, okay, it's okay if you feel a little bit ashamed. And it's okay <laughs> if either or if it works for you, keep on doing it. But yeah. if you also, um, might be, you could say wise, or if you might be, uh, humble enough to take some advice, maybe look at yourself. And if you've done some of those things, you can always fix it and you can always do better. You know what I mean? Like it's not the end of the world. Like growing up, we've done, I've done a couple of bunch of those growing up in the game, you know? So it's like, you need to maybe look at where you're at in your growth and your trajectory. And if the advice seems good, Bruce Lee, that trash, absorb what's useful, disregard what's useless. That's and right. Essentially your own. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. game. You know, we're not yeah. trying to, this isn't the way, this is a way, you know, always, nice. you know. Yeah. Love Bruce Lee. I don't know if you've been, have you been to Seattle? You've probably been to Seattle. I grew up in, in Washington in Gig Oh, Harbor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. nice. Uh, so have you been to Bruce Lee's grave up here in Seattle? Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, right. That went right up. But no, I haven't yet. I yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. You can nerd out and do that. It's okay. Again, it's gonna happen. He's yep. dead. Yeah, he's dead. You didn't protect him. You're good. Yeah, right. Go get a, <laughs> go, go get a photo. Yeah, I was just about to say you'll see some selfies and stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What would you say you love the most about the EP industry? Uh, what I love about the EP industry is how worldly 
you can become. Like I, you know, traveling to more than 70 countries in the world, mm-hmm. like I have friends and people that I've met all over the world and you're exposed to different cultures and food and music and the most amazing things that you just can't get in other industries. Like what other industries could you get into where you travel this much and get to, you know, you know, I come from a poor little family. Like I've never thought that I'd be able to fly on a private jet or, or be on a film set or, you know, movie studio or, or, uh, you know, any of these cool things that I've, that I've done a private Island, a a big mega yacht, like, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, a type of experience that you can only get in EP and, there's such an awesome brotherhood and sisterhood of people that you work with where it's just like you do anything for, for these people. And it's the camaraderie, which is, you know, I, I was never in the military, but I assume is, is common with, you know, military folks. Um, mm-hmm. I work with great women and men in the industry. And um, it's like, I, I love, I love these people. And mm-hmm. um just worldly, you know, like that's the, you know, seeing the world and, you know, seeing, being exposed to really what's going on in the world. Like seeing who's running the world and, uh, you know, who's, uh, which presidential candidate is borrowing which jet from which client and who's really pulling the string. Just being like being, uh, 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 I hate to say this term, uh, but yeah. being woke, as the kids say, as the millennials say, being woke, being woke son. Yes, yes. So, so true, man. So I think that's cool. I mean, I I love that about the yeah. uh, the industry, and it's um, I I was never a a uh, like a book smart kid. You know, like read something, and then all my learning was always learning by experience. And so in EP, like the experience experiences that you get are unmatched, man. I mean, it's unreal. It really is. And I love that about the industry. Yes, bro. I went on a journey with you even when you said it, man. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's good stuff. It's true as heck, the amount of access you get. Me and my buddy have a saying when we we both got on this detail at like 21, 22, we're traveling the world. I look over and I'm like, no one's ever going to believe us, bro. No, no one's ever yeah, yeah. gonna believe us, man. We're sitting here and this is, you know, this is what's going on. No one's ever gonna believe us, man. And staying focused through that, obviously, and doing a good job, but it's just ridiculously true, man. Like, I mean, I don't even want I could go on that. I'm like in, in a journey in my head thinking all this. No, let's let's hear what we've been able to do, you know, and like Ian King's palaces and you know, snorkeling places that people only dream of and scuba dive and like, you know, all this other crazy stuff flying around on these jets with Tempur-Pedic floors on them. You know what I mean? Like you're just sitting there and you're like, man, I just, it's a great blessing. And then, you know, what really gets me the most about it. I remember when I was getting out of Marine Corps, one of my buddies was going in to be an officer and he looks at me, we're driving by Wendy's and he's like, oh, you're in the infantry. You're going to be working at like the Wendy's when you get out of the Marine Corps. And I just remember being like, you, like, you. like exactly <laughs> like, I'll never forget you. This is that, some of that yeah. negative to positive alchemy you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, good. I'm going to just keep that in my backpack. And uh, yeah, man, I don't know where he's at. We obviously don't talk anymore, but uh you know, I'm in, I fast forward and I'm, I'm in, I'm in get finishing my master's and uh, they're like, look at, 
you know, look up jobs that you can get with your master's degree. And I'm sitting there like looking up these jobs and they're like, get excited about how much money you can make with your degree. And I'm like, okay. So I do am doing my homework and I'm like, I don't know. I should say, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at it and I'm like, yo, with my little humble little infantry uh, edumacation, you know, my little, you know, like cannon fodder edumacation, you know, I'm making two to three times what I'd be making with this coveted, you know, master's degree. And I've seen the entire world and I can solve 90% of the problems that I'm faced with in life. I've solved like the types of things I've had to deal with. You know what I mean? With like a jet landing and having to organize this and that and, 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 and get things done. I'm like, I feel like so much more of a mature, well-rounded, confident, happy person that I went on the path and the journey that I did rather than just, you know, go straight into, you know, just school, you know, not to say that, you know, it's wrong if you had, but for my path and my experience, it's been a blessing, man. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, bro, it's, that's beautiful stuff. Um, what would you say were the hardest lessons you've learned from executive protection? Um, I think some of the hardest lessons is when you get fired, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, like, you know, why did you get fired? Um, uh, and anybody that's really done anything has, has been fired in this industry. Yeah. 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 You know, um, (laughs) I, uh, I have a, a, you know, a couple stories. It's in, it's in the book that we released, uh, Public Figures, Private Lives. There's a story, and it's not my name in the book, to, yeah. but it is me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this client, that uh, rich, go- rich guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't like, relate to this dude in yeah, any way other than, other than you know, talking sports to him or talking yeah. about hot chicks. Yeah. You know? And then I'm talking with him, and, and, uh, we're talking about hot chicks. And if you're a hot chick, a lot of times um, guys will do almost anything to, to get next to you, you know, yeah. cause you're beautiful. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I, I, I make the joke, you know, when you're an ugly guy like you and me, you know, yeah. we got to try hard for everything. <laughs> and you get like an ego tripwire right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, but I'm not ugly. And I go, well, <laughs> wouldn't it be weird if I said you were an attractive guy? Nice, just nice like, counter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 to him, I just insulted him <laughs> twice. You know, <laughs> you're bleeding then, out uh, right now. You don't even realize it. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, uh, surprise, surprise, uh, he doesn't want Jared there around anymore. But I'm like, no, I was with him for many, many years. I, I was with him more than uh, his like third wife was. So yeah. I at last the third wife, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. or maybe, uh, you, you know, the favorites thing where I'm all, I'm yeah. the wife's favorite. Yeah. Right? The wife loves me. Well, then the wife's not there anymore. And then yeah. the principal really has, you know, is the famous one. It could either be, you know, it's like, well, you're kind of loyal to my wife and now I'm not with her anymore. So you know, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it's like, those have been painful. Cause you know, you have to look at yourself and be like, okay, did I, did I overplay my hand? Did I fuck it up? Is there something really wrong with me? But it's like EP agents are like shoes, man. Like clients want to change them daily if they want, you know? Mm-hmm. 
It's like you wear the wrong shoes on the wrong day, you're out. And sometimes that can be really hard, mm-hmm. especially if you're prideful in, in the sense of, and we all are, We're, we all have pride, right? Pride is we want to do a good job. We want to be the best at what we do. And then um, sometimes your jokes can bomb and sometimes your, your jokes go off without a hitch. And I've got, you know, plenty of stories where I tried to show my winning personality and the clients loved it and um, had a great relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the time that I gave you there, it didn't, it didn't work out in my favor. So yeah. those have been some tough lessons, man. It's a lot of introspective soul searching at times, you know? Yeah, man. That's so good. That's such yeah. good stuff. I've been, and talking. this is, this is the shit that I wish people would talk about. This Just talk about, about yeah, know? let's talk about how have you failed? How have you fucked up? Like yeah. what has gone wrong? Like, like, Let's get into the essence of who you are. I mean, if you if you can't tell already by our conversation, I don't like small talk, man. No, it's I, like let's get in, let's get into the real shit. Yeah, you know? man. No, I uh, I couldn't agree with you more on so many levels. There, like I've been fired. Like I got on one detail. They're like, you're not even on the team to get fired at least once. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, yeah. And sure enough, dude. I got whacked for going to the wrong bathroom. I got yeah. whacked for accidentally sending the house staff. Uh, this is a different detail. The house staff home. I didn't know. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the thing with DP, man. You you gotta understand there's a lot of information. You gotta take in the information, you gotta understand where you're at, you gotta maybe get a guide to help you navigate the, the territory. Uh, because you wear the wrong color shirt on the wrong day, you might not be around so long. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh and uh yeah, man, you gotta get fired. I mean, you yeah. don't gotta, but like it's a great way for you to learn. You know, it's it, oh, you yeah. remember we remember our, our you didn't touch the hot stove twice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, well, and the reason I always for it can be so unfair, I think, is also uh, oh yeah. But it's the game, those are the rules. Understand the rules yeah. and get better at the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I do, like say if I came to work with you, yeah, you know, working with your principal or whatever, I'd be like, Okay, Byron. Uh, tell me how everybody's fucked up. What are the pet peeves of the principal? What is the principal like? What do they don't like? Yeah. So then I can, you know, how people have gotten fired because I want to know all those stories so then I can know what not to do, right? Um, because a lot of times, like, if you've been working with your principal, like your main principal for a long time, like there's shit that you know about the detail that's just like second nature. It's like the back of your hand, but you know that because you've been with the principal forever, right? Yeah, like we we rent Chevys. We never rent yes. Fords. Yeah, we whatever yeah, yeah. it is, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like we, we drink copy here you know like the little things man uh uh that's good stuff and i think it's also uh good to note too ego and you already alluded to this ego isn't always bad you need it you need to take pride in you and what you do it's when the pride becomes inaccurate and turns into arrogance or it is a protection mechanism for a feeling of inadequacy that it actually yeah. becomes counterproductive and can pride comes before a fall, cause you to become inaccurate and then fall. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we've been banging up the ego a little bit, but it's yeah, got to do it because your yeah. last name's on it. You know, that's ego. Yeah. You gotta be, you know, it's a healthy ego. There's nothing yeah. wrong with ego as long as it's healthy. I mean, Man. if you're a fucking spineless je- jellyfish, you're not going to do well either, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and bend to however the wind blows, it, it doesn't do do anybody any any service, you know? Right, no, 100%. What would you say is your proudest, if you had one, 
what would be your proudest moment in the game? Um, my proudest moment in the game, I would say, um, it, it sounds cheesy, but like saving a principal's life. Um, uh, I had appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and, and to what degree do I don't know, but I was with a client in an unnamed city, uh-huh. um, walking around in the middle of the night because this client enjoyed that. And we had like four people that tried to, you know, rob us, mug us. And I was able to see that coming and was able to grab the principal and run. And uh, we're a little bit more athletic than the people that were chasing us. We got away. Yeah. Uh, And I just saw how um, thankful the principal was and how uh, truly scared the principal was. And it felt really good to have been there to, you know, protect the, the principal in that environment. And it's like one of those things that you always dream of uh, being a part of. Right. And yeah, if you're in this, in this field. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I'm super proud of that, you know? Heck yeah. No, that's awesome, man. That's real stuff. That's real world. Yeah. Um, advice to, to fresh blood advice to, uh, guys thinking about getting into this industry i'd say think outside the box don't take anybody's uh word as the gospel mm. right it's like anybody has Not even mine has advice right and it's either i could give you advice and you can look at it as wisdom from yoda or shit from chewbacca right mm. it's going to be it's going to be uh one or the other don't let anybody tell you that you can't do anything or that you can't be successful uh, mm-hmm. and be resilient and and don't be afraid of rejection because you're going to get a lot of it especially mm-hmm. in the beginning it's part uh, of the but game. if you want it if you want it uh, bad enough then uh you can you can get there you just have to persevere and mm-hmm. uh learn from everybody read books be a student of the game um be mindful of how you treat others all the things that we talked about earlier right <clears throat> Yeah, 100%. Um, and if I was going to hop on your coattails, I'd say be who you are. Don't let the whole non-military, non-jacked and tan thing stop you. Yeah, I mean, because like, I mean, obviously, you know, you're a handsome guy, but like, you know, you're not like jacked. And, you're not like, you're not an AMO. You're not like jacked and tan. You know what I mean? And you didn't, you're not prior you know see oh, dude, you're hurting my feelings worse and you're not you know swat you know um so i think it's beautiful how what you've done and how successful you've been uh with this career and i get hit up all the time civilians are like yo can i do this you know is it possible i'm like bro yes it is and especially now while things are expanding in this game well, uh byron let me just say if you got anybody that ever reaches out to you or whatever, or you want to help in any way, feel free anytime to throw them my way. I'll always make time uh, in my off time to, to talk to them and to help them. And I know you do that stuff too, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I'm more than willing to do it. And, and it, that's, that fuels me as well. So. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's an honor. Like we are in these, I believe what comes with these positions we've found ourselves in is the responsibility to pay that stuff forward. And, uh, man contribute any way we can you know to everybody else in the game 100 that's why we're doing this <laughs> yeah exactly uh, all right so protection manager 101 
We haven't oh. touched on this thing yet. Yes. So, um, Break so it I'm down CEO. I'm CEO of Asgard Technology Group, which uh, put out the app and dashboard protection manager. And so essentially what that is, is a full umbrella management tool for executive protection. You can do all of your advanced work, all your pre-planning, all of your data, contacts, everything can be done within the app. You can build teams and add principles um, and vendors and drivers and assets and plan routes all uh, within your mobile phone and dashboard. You can have a global map and have everybody tracked within uh, the software, uh, the tracking software within that umbrella platform. And essentially what we did when uh, I was with AS Solution in my old role, we were working with some uh, a principal in Paris in 2015 during the terrorist attack um, I'm sure you're familiar with that. A bunch of people were killed. And so we grabbed the principal. We're going to, you know, escort the principal out, get him, you know, out of Paris. And he said, I'm not leaving. I have, you know, 30 people on the ground. I've got engineers and staff and all kinds of people. We need to figure out where they're at. So painstakingly, we had to take that principal, hunker down with him. And, and uh, uh, our teams had to do a call tree and try to figure out where all these people were. And so, at the end of that, we got everybody, got a hold of everybody. Everybody was safe, no issues with our principal or, or um, uh, his company at all. But it was kind of a you know brainstorm of how do we prevent this from happening in the future? What kind of product can we create? And so there's like a ton of different tracking software, but we wanted something to integrate for an EP agent, for an EP manager, directors of security, so on and so forth. And so we came up with... Uh, protection manager and we have different tracking software so like now if we travel with the same principle to paris or wherever in the world i can add as many ancillary principles within the system for the system to track and from my mobile phone as team agent or team lead i can see where everybody's at if there's an emergency all the principles agents anybody tied to that team has to do is, is swipe for an emergency and we get a gps coordinate you can also have it up in your like global ops center or, or wherever, your, your command post if you're running a, a big detail and see where everybody's at in the map. You can check in. And it's just awesome for information and, and um, tracking metrics, which is so important for high net worth individual clients, right? If you look at people like running a huge program at, um, let's say, a big corporation like uh, uh, Netflix or something like that, Yelp or, or whatnot. Yeah. Um, they want to know, okay, uh, if I hire uh, uh, Byron and Jared, I understand that they're awesome and, you know, one of them has muscles and is tan, but what What ultimately... I knew you were going to get me right there. Oh, man. But uh, um, ultimately, what, uh, what are we getting for the service that they provide? Because I don't see shit, I don't see anything that happens. You know, everything's smooth. There's no problems. And so with protection manager you can track all the different things that happen on the detail you can see how many legs that you've done on a trip how many hours that you've worked on this advance who's done what you can simultaneously work on it if somebody's on the dashboard and somebody's on the field you can pump info back and forth and it speeds up the advance time you know the days of you know providing protection and then trying to to do the report in the field which is taking you you know hours on end you can legitimately do advanced work three times faster with um, 
the mobile application that we've created. So it's it's used. Um, we're still a small startup, but we have over a hundred companies throughout the world that's utilizing uh, Protection Manager, and it's growing. So I'm super excited about it. I'm super passionate about it, and it's unlike a, uh, the app world. So so people understand it's unlike anything else. So let's say if I was making pizzas, I make a pizza and I deliver it to you. That product is done with an app. It's mm-hmm. never done. You're always refining it. You're always alive. Uh, you know, fixing things, improving upon it, having new ideas, and evolving. it's pretty impressive. Yeah, evolving, and it, it's very impressive as to what it's doing now, and it will blow your fucking mind in what it will do in five years from now. Mm-hmm. Truly believe that. I mean, we're going to get to a point uh, down the road where it's just going to it's going to be even more amazing. I think kind of the ideas that we have integrating, you know, um, social media. So say you have a person of interest database. You have, that, you have that tied to Twitter or anything like that. So you land in New York City, mm-hmm. you have these people integrated within in the system, and then you can get pinged. Oh, this person is within you know five mile radius or whatever mile radius of you and your detail right now, and this is what they're saying about the principle, right? That's the direction that we want to go with it. Um, like social media, see it. geofencing yeah. type stuff. Yes. And I, we're not there yet with mm-hmm. the app, but the app does all kinds of cool things, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, tracking everybody, all the checklists. Like, you know, I, I look at these people that have these big, uh, they bring with them these checklists. Like if you're doing an advance and there's a checklist for a hospital or this or that, or, you know, a public venue, uh, uh, FBO. We have all of that baked into Protection Manager, so you can pick which checklist you want. You can create a customized checklist for your teams, uh, and then everything is within that system. It's all secured and uh, encrypted at rest and, and all those things. It'll make your job easier. And I think that as an industry, EP, an EP industry, um, we need to embrace technology more. Like a lot of the old school folks don't do that. You know, it's like, ah, you know, I'm worried about OPSEC and not getting hacked and, you know, this, that, and the other when it's like, okay, understand that, but you're also using the Wi-Fi at the hotel when you're, you know, on your adult friend finder uh, uh, website, you know what I mean? Like, come on, yeah, embrace change. And and if you don't evolve, you die. And so uh, protection manager is something that is evolving with EP and something that greatly helps out the industry. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, that's not in a nutshell. So essentially you sign up online, you go to protectionmanager.io, you can create a new account there. And then once you do that, you're on the dashboard and then you can invite team members. And once you do that, then they will get an automatic invite from the system and you can have them in as administrators, they get full access as principals, which they don't really see much uh, as agents or vendors, you know, like car and driver and whatnot. So if you just go to like the app store or Google play and you download the app, it won't do anything for you unless you either create a company account or you are invited by a company account holder. Outstanding. Real quick, just because I know that I will get hit with this question. How is the information secured? Who has yes. the information? So even me being the CEO uh, of the company, I don't even get access to what your trips are and 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 what is in the system. All I see is so and so created an account. And you're not consolidating this information to mask a huge attack on everyone's clients. 
No, certainly not. <laughs> but what about I'm not an evil? I'm not an evil. I'm not an evil mastermind. So foot all I soldier? see is like the pain. Yeah, the, the, yeah. I don't work for the foot clan. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So all I see is like your, um, you know, your your payment information that we have and your your contact information, so I can help out and, and reach out. And everything is encrypted at rest. We we use Amazon Web Services, which is the same thing that the Nasdaq is protected on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and then also too, we have, if, if you want something even more secure, we can do an enterprise version for your corporation at another added cost. So like we could come in and be like, you know, for your company, Bravo Research Group, we could create an enterprise version that only you have. Uh, it's hosted only for yourself, but. You Compartmentalized. Know, yeah. I don't think that's needed, you know, like, um, Everybody utilizes different apps. If you're using, if you're comfortable using uh, banking software on your uh, phone, you should be comfortable utilizing this as well. So, hopefully, that answers your questions about yeah, that. Yeah, no, that was beautiful. That's exactly what we needed to get out there. And uh, the infamous question: price points. Yeah, so it's forty nine dollars per month per user. So that's for administrators, agents, and principals. So if you're a small company. And you only have like a, a few users that you're utilizing for uh, um, a detail, you know, delete them out of the system when you're you're done and you're only charged uh, for what user you have over uh, the course of a month. It's billed monthly. And then vendor users are free. And vendor users would be like cars and drivers and, and folks that you want uh, to invite yeah. to be able to track and uh, make sure they're all right in an emergency, but you don't want them to see any of the um, operational security info. They only get like a small, you know, they only get a, a small view of, of, of the op, right? They, they get a check-in feature and a swipe for emergency button. And those vendor users are free. So you can have as many of those as you want. So if you're a solo agent, you're working with a car and driver, and you want to see where this guy is and, and keep track of them, you can invite them at, at no charge. Um, and also like we're, we're a startup. So if we have people that want to test it and give feedback, positive, negative feedback, I want to hear that. Um, we're pretty reasonable and it's a passion project that uh, I'm doing with Christian West and a few others to uh, give back to the industry. And so we're super passionate about it and, and, uh, and we want to utilize and we want to help people and help the industry. And it's kind of a, a legacy piece to kind of use a, a shitty description of trying to do something good. And I think that's awesome, man. That's going to be a monumental contribution. I remember using this app uh, when it was like the AS Solutions app or something like that. Yeah, uh, so that was like a very early crude, beta tested. Yeah, yeah, crude. You know, we got a lot of data on that uh, and improved upon that immensely. So you yeah. know, everything is, uh, you know, you can do PDF reports. It's all your information. Mm -hmm. it's, you can email it to anybody. It looks really nice, professional. Mm -hmm. The UI, the user interface is very solid. Uh, it's it's really cool, and um, we're super proud of it. And and again, we're uh, we're like Tesla, man. We're uh, we're building building something new, and uh, yeah, it's going to get even better and sexy, man. It's new and sexy. I when I used it with AS, the little AS old school joint, uh, dude, it was like made my life way easier, bro. Like I rolled yeah. up, took some pictures, plugged some stuff into some stuff, put it in a beautiful yeah. report, and I was like, yo, this is awesome. Yeah, and then, well, uh, try it now, Byron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I will. I am. I am. I'm about to go on a trip and I'm going to run it. Me and my boys are going to run it. It's going to be good. Um, okay. Because I remember it made everything so uniformed. You could, I could see a chain of communication on various topics, various different things we were doing. 
um, instead of, you know, chasing text messages down and stuff like that, really compartmentalize the detail and organize the detail. I just, at that time, the detail I was with, everyone was, I was fighting the, uh, you know, the dinosaurs and everything. You know? Well, you know, we don't do anything new because it's new and we don't do new stuff. Sure. When I was with the Secret Service, it was the best ever two decades ago and nothing will ever be better than that ever. Yes. So I was like, okay, cool. Of course. That's why <laughs> I try to make, um, uh, I try to make believers out of doubters. Yeah. You know, because then I go, okay, well, if you don't like it or whatever, like, let me know. Like, I want to hear it. Like, I'm not, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I want feedback. And if you don't understand how to use the product, I'll explain that to you as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but give me feedback. Like, and, and I'm not shy about that at all. You know, like, yeah. let me know what works or what doesn't work. And people are like, a lot of times like, well, it would be really cool if it did this or that. And then in my mind, I have to think, okay, that feature, that's probably going to take four months to code for that. And that's going to cost me, I don't know, 15 grand a month to do that. So is it, is it worth, really you know, worth the squeeze? <laughs> yeah. Is it worth that? So um, a lot of people don't know this space either, right? They don't know right. the app space. And so it's like, you know, you can, you can come up with, oh, I like it, but it doesn't do this. Well, there's a reason why. You know, you want it to be light on your phone. You don't want it to down, or you don't want it to drain your battery. You know, you want it to, to be efficient where people can use it. Uh, a lot of these things. And, and a lot mm -hmm. of times people have these awesome ideas uh, that aren't awesome. But you know what? I will listen to them each time <laughs> and then make that determination of what is what will work yeah. and what doesn't, right? As the man, it's your organism. I dig it. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, boom, man. And, and wait for it. We're going to run a promotion, right? So 30 days, we can try this, this thing out 30 days of just checking it out without being charged. And yeah, absolutely. So if you create um, something, you go to protectionmanager.io and uh, not.com.io and uh, you create an, an account, it'll ask for a credit card that will only be charged after your free trial. And if you email me at jvd at protectionmanager.io, again, that's Juliet Victor David at protectionmanager.io and say, hey, I heard all about uh, Protection Manager from uh, Byron's podcast. I will go in and make sure that you get 30 day free trial and there's no obligation you can cancel at any point, okay? And if, and if for some reason somebody forgets that they signed up and they get charged. There's no 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 problem either. I will refund you uh, and uh, cancel your account if you don't like it. So Boom. nothing they can can complain about. No, risk free, as they say, right? That's you know? right. But it is though. Yeah, no, I dig it. That's solid good guy cred too. No, I love it, man. Definitely gonna take you up on that. I hope a lot of you guys out there do. I genuinely believe that you will be pleasantly surprised because. The uh, old school version I tried out was was savage. Like I was really happy and impressed with it. So I can only imagine what it's going to be able to do now and then moving forward into the future, man. So that's I'm excited about that, Jared. Yeah. And uh, dude, it's been good to have this conversation with you. You're so like down to earth and funny and a lot of good things. You're like, you know, I, I wish... I wish we had more time, man, because we could sit here and kick this back and forth. And I think we'll do another one. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I'd love uh, to do it. And um, anytime you want to chop it up, bud, please uh, feel free to reach out. Yeah. And guys, check out the blog. What was the blog again? Put 
Um, well, there's different blogs, but you can go yeah, it's to- It's just shameless uh, plug time. Plug it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go. Um, I do a lot of stuff with AS Solutions. So go to uh, www.assolution.com and check out the blogs. There's a lot of awesome industry blogs out there that AS Solution does, that Christian West does. Uh, so check it out. Uh, super helpful. You can also uh, hit me up on LinkedIn. Uh, Jared Vandries on LinkedIn. I have a big presence on there and I share all the blogs that I do on LinkedIn as well. So uh, thank you. Thanks for uh, having me, Byron. I appreciate it. Heck yeah, man. Nah, it's been an honor and a privilege. Uh, thanks so much for all that you're doing for the industry. And I look forward to the next time our paths cross, my man. Yes, likewise, my friend. Absolutely. Boom. Uh, Talk soon. Later. All right. Bye-bye. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place by teaching people how to protect themselves and the mindset behind that, the lifestyle behind that. You guys are already killing it. $1 a month. $5 a month, 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, whatever you can do that you know you would probably just lose in the mattress anyway or spend on McDonald's. Hey, you want to put it towards something that's going to good use? Put it towards a podcast and get involved in our, our Patreon account at executiveprotectionlifestyle.com. And if you want to find me, that's byronrogersmotivation.com. Um, you know, do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can to that Patreon account because it makes all of these things possible, ladies and gentlemen. So much love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for making those contributions. You guys rock. We're already doing amazing there, and it's just because of you guys. So thanks once again for those contributions. Boom. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. This whole entire thing actually just started off as a Facebook group that blew up and is one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing executive protection uh, Facebook group online. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, join the Facebook group. Uh, follow us on Instagram and check us out at executiveprotectionlifestyle.com. If you want to find me, that's Byron Rogers Motivation. Com, and I'm on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well. So until the next podcast, y'all, stay sharp out there. And as I say it, one mind, many weapons. Talk soon. Out.